Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PhD Talk podcast. This is episode 106. This is another bonus episode as I am getting prepared to start season three of the podcast with my new co-host. And again, today I have a few quick tips for you. Today I want to talk about conferences. Now, in conferences, we can get overloaded with information. And it has happened to me in the past that it's just so much information that I can't follow the contents anymore. Or worst case, I fall asleep, which is rather embarrassing. It's also a very busy time. And you may find as well that it gets at some point it gets really hard to follow the talks or you find it hard after a certain amount of time. It also depends on the technical level of the talk. So today I wanted to share with you a few of the strategies that I use so that I can absorb more information at conferences. Now, the first thing that I do is that some conferences have schedules that start at seven in the morning and that last until 10 p.m. I don't know how about you, but I don't have the cognitive capacity to take in high-level content from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And somewhere in the meantime, throw in some double espressos and granola bars and just try to power through. I have tried that. It doesn't work for me. So I think we all have a maximum capacity of how much learning we can do without a break and how much learning we can do in a day. The key here is to schedule smart. Ideally, we know how we study and we know how much learning we can do in a day and after how much time we need a break. If you don't have that information, then run an experiment at a conference. Just check in with yourself after each talk. Could I grasp this? Am I still on task? Am I still able to focus? You can do this after every talk or in half hour increments if it's a conference, for example, that has longer workshops. And you will start to see the moment when you start to have difficulties staying focused, staying concentrated on the presenter. You will learn how many days, oh, sorry, how many hours of listening in a day you can stomach. And that information is going to help you to plan which sessions and presentations you can really attend. It's impossible to attend all the presentations. Most conferences always have parallel lectures. So you have to choose. You always have to choose if two presentations are at the same time and they both sound super interesting. You can always reach out to one of the presenters. You can try go talk to them. You can read a paper afterwards, but there is a limit to how much information you can capture in a day. The second thing that I do to stay focused at conferences is to take notes. For me, if I don't take notes, I zone out very quickly. And I've tried a number of things over the past years. I've tried or I started by taking notes by hand. I've also taken notes by typing them into a computer. And I also take notes on a tablet with an Apple Pencil. 
what works best for me is to take notes by hand, which can either be on a sketch pad or on a tablet with a pencil. As an engineer, many times I want to sketch and draw something that I've seen, something that I observe, and that I can't do when I type notes. So for me, it's sketching that really works. The third thing that I do to stay focused on the presentations at a conference is to think of questions to ask. So I may not be asking all the questions, especially because I, I am introverted and I don't like to speak up that much. But I think for myself of questions that maybe afterwards I may want to ask the presenter. So one of the things that you can do to engage more with the contents is think of questions to ask. Think of questions you want to ask the presenter. Identifying questions is an excellent way of helping you understand the material at a different level. The fourth thing that I do to increase my understanding of contents at conferences is try to bring things together, try to relate to research, try to relate what I'm seeing to what I do in my research. So I'm trying to connect what I'm hearing to something I'm doing in my own research. And that can be by checking if the findings may be directly relevant for my research, if the methodology is something new that can inspire me that I may want to apply on one of my problems, or perhaps really nice and useful information for my teaching. The fifth thing that I do to increase my understanding at conferences is to write down action items. And I like to write them down in my notes, my handwritten notes on my tablet with checkbox in front of them so I know it's an action item. So what are these action items, for example? What am I going to do with what I've learned from the presentation? Perhaps in some cases, I want to try out that new methodology on my data or maybe compare test results against a model that I have or maybe read the full paper after the conference or send an email or talk to the presenter afterwards. I recommend that you try and find at least one action item for each presentation and then put those tasks on your schedule for after the conference if it's research tasks to do, or go talk to the presenters after the presentation. The sixth step that I use, or the sixth item that I use to increase my understanding at conferences is to follow up. So if there's a presentation that's particularly interesting for me, I do go talk to the presenter afterwards and maybe send a follow-up email after the conference. Being able to talk with them about the research, to relate that, to share my insights, it helps me to gain a deeper level of understanding of the work that was presented and the implications of it. The last thing that I do to keep my understanding at conference high is to get enough sleep. Sometimes it's really hard because there's conferences that have the conference dinner or other social activities that tend to run very late until 1 a.m. And then the next day you have to get up at six and I don't do well on sleep deprivation at all. 
So sometimes it's also a matter of choosing not to not to go to all the social events or not to go to all the morning sessions and make choices so that you get enough sleep because you want to be able to learn, right? You want to be fresh. So you need sleep so that your brain works. It can really be challenging. So I often have to balance between maybe not attending the first presentation in the morning as compared to attending the dinner. Sometimes I also travel with my family and then I need to prioritize some time with them. What I do really need to focus on is to make sure I don't literally fall asleep at a conference. And it has happened, unfortunately, to me many times. I also travel internationally for conferences and I've learned that I always need to schedule in a buffer day between arriving and the start of the conference. That helps when something goes wrong with the flights. And I've had a number of times that I get stuck somewhere halfway and then that buffer day helps to make sure I don't miss the first day of a three-day conference. And in other cases, if all the travel goes fine and arrive as scheduled, I have that buffer day to rest, to sleep in, and to make sure that I get over the jet lag. If any, well, you don't get over jet lag in a day, but at least already get a little bit adjusted to the new time zone so that I fall, I don't fall asleep in the middle of the sessions. So these are some of the methods that I use to stay engaged at conferences. And I want to hear from you. What do you do to stay engaged? So send me a um, a comment, a note through my website, and I'll be back next week with more on PG Live and Research Mechanics. Thank you so much for listening.